Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thank you, Steve. Today I'll be speaking with a work camper who has only had a few jobs, but lots of experience RVing. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, Work Camper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect to a community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a diamond or platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Joseph Efrady was born and raised in West Virginia where he worked for a steel mill for 45 years until retiring in 2018. The father of three boys, their family would camp often when the kids were growing up in the 1980s. His first camper was a 16-foot travel trailer that he bought at an auction. He later traded that in for a Class C motorhome, then upgraded to a Class A motorhome, and eventually settled upon a 38-foot Winnebago Adventurer. For three years after retiring, he and his wife Robin just traveled around the country. He got his first work camping job in 2021, doing maintenance at a campground in Florida. They'll be traveling to Mesa, Arizona for a work camping job this winter, where Joseph will be helping to set up for special events, and Robin will be working in the office at Cal-Am's Val del Oro RV Resort. It took the Afraides several years to look for their first work camping job. However, they had joined Work Camper News even before he retired and enjoyed reading stories and comments about other people's experiences. It was after spending thousands of dollars on campgrounds that they decided to give work camping a try themselves to help control expenses. To tell us more about his family's travel experiences and plans for the future, please welcome work camper Joseph Efrady to the show. Thank you for joining me today, Joseph. I really appreciate you taking the time. Tell me a little bit about yourself, like where you are right now. Well, right now, uh, we're in Wharton, West Virginia. Uh, actually we're staying at a cousin's house. Uh, she had an empty house across the street from her and they're fixing it up. So she said, we can stay here during the summer and I can help her do a little bit of work around here. And my motor home is, uh, sitting in the driveway. West Virginia is a nice place to be this time of year. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not bad. Uh, we had some rain, we had some sun, you know, it's, it's a mixture. And, uh, my, my one son with the two grandkids live in Weirton and my other son lives about an hour and a half away in Pennsylvania. And my third son, well, he's clear out in uh, Phoenix. <laughs> Three boys. My goodness. Three... I got one granddaughter and, and she's our, 
Oh my, oh. <laughs> a little bit spoiled. <laughs> I understand. I have three daughters, so just the opposite direction. Uh, where are you from originally? We're in West Virginia. That's yeah, where I was born and raised here. Um, it's a steel mill town, and that's why I worked for 45 years. In the steel mills. How long have you been uh-huh. retired? I retired in uh, March of 2018. Oh, very good. So it's about three years. Almost four. Yeah. Oh, well four. past four. Yeah, yes. Four okay. Years, yeah. Super. And what prompted you to jump into the RV lifestyle? We started camping uh, when the boys were re- really young, back in the early 80s. And uh, my first camper we ever bought was a uh, 16-foot tag along, and I bought it at an auction. Uh, we really didn't go there for that, but we found it and said, let's buy that and start camping with the kids, you know, because... Uh, uh, my mom and dad always traveled with us. We didn't go camping, but we did staycations with family and friends. Uh, being Italian, we had a lot of family everywhere all across the country. So that's kind of what we did. But I, I decided to get this little camper. We fixed it up, and and we had it for a few years, and uh, we enjoyed it. So a friend of mine was selling his Class C, and uh, we ended up buying that, used it for a few years. And in 1993, we said, well, you know what, let's, let's get a little bit better one. So we went to a, uh, our first Class A was a Fleetwood Flare, a 30-foot. Okay. And uh, never looked back. So, <laughs> What are you using today? We have a 38-foot, it's a, it's, it's a uh, Winnebago Adventurer. Uh, and it's a gas model and it's, uh, it has everything we need, a bath and a half, a washer dryer, you know, it's, it's plenty for us right now. Mm-hmm. And we, we really enjoy it because, uh, we bought it, uh, we were in Florida in February of 18, right, right before I retired and we found it down there. And it's it's a 2014, so we it was four years old when we got it. I used an adventure when I was full timing. Ah, they're good units. Yeah, yeah, it's uh their top of the line gas unit. It looks like to me, and then you get into the you know the diesels from there. But we're we're satisfied with it. And have you been work camping the entire time you've been in the RV? Uh, no, actually. Since I retired, the first year I retired, we stayed in, in uh, let me see, we went to Arizona. Uh, at that time, I had a 30-foot tag along. We went to Arizona for a, a month. And then when I came back, we re- I retired. And we went to Florida. And that's when we got we were really tired of that small 30 foot. So we <laughs> traded in for this, this, uh, adventurer. And we're so glad we did because it's just a lot more room, a lot. It, I figured if we're going to live in it, we have to have something with a lot more space. So that's what we decided to do. And, uh, 
we recently, last summer, is when we decided to sell our house and go full time. And this past winter was our first work amper job. And it was in Florida. What did you do? Well, I did, uh, actually, he, I was on the maintenance crew. We uh, did everything from electrical, plumbing, grass cutting. Uh, in fact, we did a lot of concrete work. We did a lot of driveways, sidewalks, stuff like that, because they decided to put all these permanent houses they wanted to put concrete driveways in. We had to form all those and pour the concrete. And that's the last few things we did. But most of it was, you know, window air conditioners and painting and stuff like that. Do you travel by yourself? No, my wife, uh, Robin, uh, and uh, my dog, uh, we have a Dalmatian. Her name is Anya, but sadly to say, she's not going to be with us very much longer. She's going downhill pretty fast since she turned 11. And she won't be going out to Phoenix with us this year. Okay. So, yep, it's just going to be me and my wife. And uh, she's, well, my next job is in Mesa. And it's going to be, uh, I'm going to be working with the, my job description is tables and chairs and setting up. For special uh, events? For, for special events, right. And my wife's going to be working in the office. So she's work so, camping too. Well, this time in Florida, she didn't. I I worked uh, twenty four hours a week. It wasn't bad at all. So she didn't need to work down there. In fact, they didn't have a real a job for her down there. But out out Phoenix, they do. So she's going to be working, and we're just going to split the time instead of me working all the time. So you've only had one work camping job but you've been RVing for a couple of years. What caused you to jump into work camping? Well, actually, I've been looking into work camping uh, for a good four or five years. I've heard of it, you know, before I even retired. And I've been, I joined Work Amper. I, I watched people's comments and I said, this is interesting. After spending several thousand dollars on campgrounds out, you know, in Florida and Arizona. I says, well, you know what? How about if we save some of our savings and just work a little bit? It's not going to kill us. In fact, we got bored not working. It's more fun working and meeting new people and working with these people and making new friends everywhere. So that's what I like about it mostly. It is, it's just, you don't get bored. I'd agree with that. You can only do so much. You can only do so much traveling. You can only do so much, uh, you know, running here and there. And, but you're going to sit in the camper or sit around the campfire, you know, do this or that. When you spend, you know, some time with other people and you have skills and they have skills and it's really, in fact, I have a lot of skills, and I learned some off of some of these people, and they learned off of me, which is nice because 
you feel like you're not just sitting around. And it's not super strenuous work. I mean, it's not going to kill you, you know. It's 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 uh it's just something we like we when I did it down in Florida, I really liked it and I I said, "You know what? We're going to do this again." So, we'll see what it comes out like when we go to Phoenix and uh, do that job out there because it's going to be totally different and we'll see how it turns out. That's all. So on Phoenix, you'll be setting up special events for special events, setting out the chairs and the tables and things like that. Right. Right. That sounds like uh-huh. a relatively easy, easy thing to do and a great way to spend winter is in Phoenix. Yeah. And this place, uh, I don't know if you want me to mention what, the, what it is, but, sure. Uh, it's the Calam Resort. It's uh, Vale del Oro, the the one. They have several Calam Resorts in that area, and they are huge, and they have a lot of amenities. And we get to use any of that stuff, you know, without any extra charge or anything. So that's another thing that's nice. You, you get to do everything that they have you could use their facilities and uh, stay in a real nice place just for working a few hours a week. Are these paid positions or are you just working a yeah. couple of hours a week in exchange for an RV site? Well, in Florida, it was just new for an exchange. This okay. one in Cal-Am is uh, paid and then you pay them, but they make sure that you have enough hours worked mm-hmm. to pay the rent and electricity and, that turned out that I hope it turns out nice. I mean, this would be the first time working with them, but we'll see. Okay. Have you faced any challenges on the road, either in a work camping job or in your RV? Well, we came back from Phoenix, uh, with the motor home. Well, when we were out there, one of our air conditioners went out the front one and we were using the back one and trying to keep it, Cool. So when we got back home here in Weirton, our second one went out. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we got two air conditioners that died on us. They were the old Mach 8s. Well, I had a, a, a thankful enough, it was under warranty. So the warranty company uh, ordered them. They ordered them through the guy that, well, there's a an RV repair shop here close to us and he ordered them and uh, they can't get the Mach 8s anymore so they had to go to Mach 10 which it took a full year we were down Florida the whole year without air conditioning (gasps) so what we had to do was we bought a portable air conditioner and stuck the exhaust out the side window and it just kept the living area cool, and that was it. it. It didn't do the job that you know we hoped for it would do because you know it's it's smaller. So when we got back from Florida, just recently, uh, we got back here in May and took it straight to the shop, and he had the two air conditioners and he installed them. They were Mach tens. And they're working great. So, <laughs> okay. 
So I'm going to need them going out to Phoenix, i tell you that. <laughs> Maybe not so much in the winter, but you'd certainly want one out there now. Yeah, where we're at, it's it's it stays pretty warm in the winter, and mm-hmm. it's not real cold. Like, see, we've traveled out there before and stayed in the northern part of Arizona, up by uh, Golden Valley and Bullhead City in that area. Mm-hmm. And it was chillier up there. But down where in Phoenix, uh, when we stayed in Phoenix, it wasn't too bad. You know, you had a few few days that got below 60, you know, but it's nice. I love it out there. I, I like it out there more than I do Florida. What are some of the fun things you folks have been able to do while you've been RVing? Uh, a lot of national parks. Basically, that's that's a big thing. And when we were down Florida, we got a seasonal pass, a yearly pass, actually, to Bush Gardens. So we'd go there like once a week and enjoy the animals and the rides and everything. And uh, just me and the wife would just walk around and just enjoy it, you know. And that's nice. And then she likes going to different uh, shopping areas. And uh, I ride my bike around, uh, bicycle. Mm-hmm. Ride it around, uh, not too far, but I got into riding that. And uh, but I like, uh, I'm an amateur photographer, so everywhere we go, like Arches National Park and Grand Canyon and wherever, I just take tons and tons of pictures, and uh, you know, just dump them all on a computer and and sharing with my family and stuff like that. That's what I'd love to do. Are there any places on your bucket list that you'd like to visit? We do have a list of places we're going to try to see when we go out this year. We're going to go through the middle of the country this year. We're going to go through Lincoln, Nebraska, because she has uh, some family out there we want to stop and see. And then we're going to go to Denver uh, area. We're going to explore that area for a few days and then, uh, there's a few like Zion that we missed before and a uh, few other uh, national parks on the way down there. We hit a different part of the Grand Canyon. So last year, we not last year, year before last, we hit the Grand Canyon, but it was that Skywalk area where the Indian Reservation. Mm-hmm. And this time we're going to try to go to the... Uh, Oh, uh, the south, the Something. north or the south uh, of the part of the Grand Canyon. You could be really adventurous and walk from the north to the south. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we we really want to take a train ride down there. And, and Williams, that's a fun fun trip to take. Yes, uh, that's the one I, I read about. The perks that you get to enjoy, you've mentioned the campground and the ability to use all of the amenities, the pools and the entertainment and things like that. Have there been any other perks that you've enjoyed as a result of your work camping or RVing experiences? Yeah. Since I was in maintenance, uh, I was allowed to use all their tools that were in the shop. I could use their tools as long as, of course, you know, you sign them out and bring them back and, you know, or just go in the shop and use their tools. Because I did uh, some side work uh, for some people that, you know, for some older people that that couldn't do anything, so I helped them out and worked in their in their homes and 
did some side jobs there. And also we had there in Florida, they gave us a laundry card and mm-hmm. they also filled our propane. Well, that's nice. Uh, so yeah, that was real nice. Did you need any special skills on any of these jobs? I have a lot of skills anyway. Uh, I've, I've built houses, uh, so I know electrical and plumbing and carpentry and concrete and masonry. I'm all around, you know, one of those kind of guys. But some of the people that don't have the skills still can work there as my helper or weed whacking or cut grass. You know, they learn pretty quick on that stuff. And uh, or just cleaning the restrooms and dumping garbage. I mean, there's always something for somebody to do. They don't have to have specialized skills, but it would be nice if you did. Now, if you're good at computers, you want to work in the office. That's one thing. Uh, If you ever worked uh, as far as uh, pool maintenance, they might put you over there, you know, or wherever they need you and whatever your skills are. And we even decorated for Christmas, you know, put Christmas lights up and stuff like that. That was even in our job description. So anything like that, uh, you don't have to have a special skill to do. So I'm telling everybody out there, even if you don't have a special skill, apply for the jobs and let them know what you could do. Because there's always something that they want you they need. What would you tell a work camper who is contemplating doing this? They're still not certain whether it's for them. Do you think it's worth it? It is definitely worth it. Uh, Like I said, it took me a good four or five years before I really decided to do it. And the money savings is is phenomenal actually, because, uh, first couple of years, like I said, I was dipping into my savings and, you know, we're talking thousands of dollars, uh, everywhere you go. So that's the biggest part is the savings and don't be afraid to do it. it even try it once. If you don't like it, quit. You know, that's all you got to do. Cause there's a few people that were down there that, uh, tried it and they, said, no, you know, I had enough. I, I just can't do this. Or, and uh, they just they just quit. That's all. It's not like you're going to get a bad name or something. You know, it just, mm-hmm. you don't like it. You don't like it. If you'd like it, then stick with it. It's a short-term job. If you don't like it in a couple of months, it ends and you move on and you're just thankful for the experience and you know not to do that again. But you might really, really exactly. like it and, and uh, go on and do other amazing things. See, that's, that's what we're doing. Uh, I liked it in Florida, and I said, you know, we're going to try it out in Phoenix. And uh, I know that I just talked to one of the, the guys that's in charge of the setting up and stuff. And, and uh, I know just by talking to him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like it out there. Well, thank you very much, Joseph. I really appreciate you telling your story and uh, sharing your insight in the work camping and RVing lifestyle. It's been very appreciative. Oh, I'm, I'm glad to help somebody. If I could help somebody, you know, that would be great because, uh, like I said, don't be afraid, jump in there and just do it. 
I appreciate Joseph E. Brady for taking time to talk to us today about his work camping and RVing experiences. He and his wife Robin have been doing more traveling than work camping, but they enjoy the option to do that. Visiting national parks is one of their most favorite things to do. They've been to several in Florida, Utah, as well as the Grand Canyon, where they ventured out on the famous Glass Skywalk jutting out over the steep canyon. When they were in Florida, the couple also purchased a season pass to Bush Gardens, which they visited frequently as well. While Robin likes shopping, Joseph likes bicycling and taking photographs. It's not been all sunshine and unicorns. Joseph and his wife had both air conditioners stop working when they were in Florida. That made for a challenging experience before the Euphrates could get upgraded units installed on their motorhome. Working for campgrounds meant the couple not only got a free RV site, but they could also use the resort's amenities. Joseph liked that he could borrow some of the campground's tools to complete projects on his own or for other people. One campground also gave them free propane and a laundry card, which helped them save even more. Joseph tells people contemplating the RV lifestyle to make it more affordable and fun to do by work camping along the way. He described the cost savings as being phenomenal. I wish Joseph and Robin Efrady the best of luck as they head out my way to spend the winter in sunny and warm Arizona. This week's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50 plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping, how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on each topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. That's all I have for this week's show. Next time, I'll be speaking with the founders of the Tin Can Travelers, a group of RVers who like towing Airstream travel trailers as they sightsee across the country. I'll have that interview on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thank you for listening.